Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of our Blimey Cast. This is going to be another speaking practice episode in which you can test your abilities. You can test your knowledge and explore the range and depth of your vocabulary. Are you capable of it? Can you do it? So that's what you can find out in this episode. So you know how it works, right? I'm going to feed you with vocabulary and then I will ask you questions. Questions from the real exams. Okay, let's crack on with this. You're listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello again and welcome back to Blimey English. Today we are going to have another speaking practice class. You know how it works, right? I'm going to feed you first with vocabulary and related expressions and then later on in the class I will ask you questions. Questions that your examiner would ask you if you were in a real exam. So this is perfect for you to practice your abilities and see how you would feel in a test situation, right? Because I'm going to do the same things your examiner would do to you. And I will, I will give you time to think when you're preparing to present your answers, right? Well, you know that in part two, you have time to prepare and then you are required to talk for up to two minutes. Then I will do that for you too. Don't worry, you will have time to prepare and to think. And then later on with the, the questions from part three and also with the questions from part one, I will give you proper time for you to explore your answers. Don't worry about that, all right? So without further ado, let's get started. Let's see first the related vocabulary. And the first one I've got to you is because we need to talk about the difference between to dream about and to dream of something. Both expressions are quite confusing for some students and we need to differentiate them, right? So to dream about is what happens when you are asleep, having imaginations when you're sleeping, right? That's the actual dream. That's what happens during the night when you're sleeping to dream about something. Now, to dream of something means to desire, to want something in life. If you desire something, if you want to accomplish something in life, then you can say that you dream of that. What is your dream in life? Tell me, is your dream to pass the IELTS speaking test? So you can definitely say that you dream of passing the IELTS speaking test with band 7 or even higher, right? I'll give you two examples here. The first one is, I've always dreamt about being a policeman. So you see, it's something that I desire, I want to accomplish, right? And the example two is, I dreamt about my new job last night. So can you see the difference? Can you catch the difference of the meanings? To dream about is what you do when you're sleeping, actually sleeping. And to dream of is what you do when you desire, you want to accomplish something in life, right? Okay, let's go see the next expression here. Tossing and turning. 
tossing and turning. This means to be awake throughout the night, trying and failing to get to sleep. You can say that you are tossing and turning. If you cannot sleep, you are moving from one side to another on your bed, right? Perhaps it's the hot weather, worries on your mind, or you're just not comfortable enough. So you are just tossing and turning. That's the expression for that. And I'll give you two examples here. The first one is, I was so anxious about the test that I passed the night tossing and turning. I was so anxious about the test that I passed the night tossing and turning. And see, did, did you notice the connected speech here? Uh, I'm planning to do a video on connected speech. I'm uh, still planning it and preparing, but that would be a nice one for you. Because did you notice that I said, I passed the night tossing and turning? and not the night tossing and turning. That would be the standard pronunciation, and that is okay. But in uh, colloquial, informal conversation, when um, words end with a T, and the next one starts with a T, we just tend to link them together, right? So, I pass the night tossing and turning. That's the thing. And the example too is, did you notice how hot it was yesterday? I was tossing and turning for half of the night. Did you notice how hot it was yesterday? I was tossing and turning for half of the night. So, careful with this word here. We don't say half, not half. We say half. We don't actually pronounce that L. So, half. Half of the night. If you have an American accent, you can say half, right? But never half. Alright, let's go see the next one. Hit the hay or hit the sack. This is a node, but still commonly used expression, sometimes in a light-hearted way, an amusing or entertaining way. To simply mean that you're going to sleep. You can say, I'm just going to hit the sack now. Oh, okay, I think it's the time to hit the hay. You can say that. Right? And the reason of this one, I reckon, is because back in the day, when people used to live more in the countryside, they would make pillows out of hay. Do you know what hay is? Hay is a type of dried grass. So they would put hay into sacks right, to make them soft and comfortable enough for you to lay your head over them, right? So that would be to hit the hay, to hit the sack. It's just another way to say that you're going to sleep, right? And I'll give you two examples here. The first one is, I'm so tired, I think I'm just gonna hit the hay. I'm so tired, I think I'm just gonna hit the hay. And example two, all right kids, time to hit the sack. All right kids, Time to hit the sack. Okay, let's go see the next one. I couldn't slip a wink. I couldn't slip a wink. If you're tossing and turning, remember that expression? If you're tossing and turning all night, then it's likely that you didn't slip a wink as well. That simply means that the whole night you didn't slip at all, right? I cannot do this properly, but to wink, you know what a wink is? A wink would be something like, I cannot do this properly. So that's a wink, right? That movement that you make with your eyes, right? Like this. So if you are not asleep, not even for a wink, it means that not for a brief moment, you closed your eyes. 
So that's a nice expression to use. I couldn't sleep a wink. And I've got two examples here for you. The first one is, there were so many things to think that I couldn't sleep a wink. There were so many things to think that I couldn't sleep a wink. And example two, I was tired, but I don't know what happened. I couldn't sleep a wink. I was so tired, but I don't know what happened. I couldn't sleep a wink. Let's go see the next one. Out like a light. Out like a light. If you are someone who falls asleep in an instant, it means that as soon as you lie on your bed, you will get sleepy and finally sleep. It means that you sleep easily, quickly, rapidly, right? So if you are out like a light, that's the meaning of it. And I've give you, I'm going to give you two examples here. The first one is, I've been so tired these days that I just lie on the bed and then I'm out like a light. I've been, I've been so tired these days that I just lie on the bed and then I'm out like a light. And the example two, the kids played all day long, so at night they were out like a light. That's the, that's the meaning of it. Let's go see the next one. Book in, book out. So this is the British equivalent of the American expression to check in, to check out, right? This is an expression to say that you have arrived to a place even sometimes you need to sign an official book when you get um, when you get to a hotel, for example, right? That would be to book in and to book out. Two examples for you. And the first one is, we should book in at half past nine. We should book in at half past nine. So did you notice how did I say the time? Half past nine. This is a, a more British way to refer to the hour Right? Because in American they would tend to say 9.30 a.m. 9.30. Both ways are correct. It's just different ways to say the same thing. Right? Half past nine. And the example two, there were many people booking out at the same time. That's why we came just now. And let's see the next one. Nightmare. A nightmare is an unpleasant dream that you have during the night. A bad dream when you are sleeping. Have you ever had a nightmare? I guess you do, all of us do, right? So I'm going to give you two examples here. Example one, you shouldn't watch that film before going to sleep. You will have nightmares. You shouldn't watch that film before going to sleep. You would have nightmares. Are you like that? Are you someone who watches the film and then have nightmares because of that? Are you like that? Thankfully, I'm not, but I don't know about you. Example two. Oh, I had the strangest nightmare ever. Or, I had the strangest nightmare ever. Now, let's see the next one, which is a close one. Night terror. Night terror. Or, sleep terror is also another way to say. This is usually worse than a nightmare. Night terrors involve intense fear and emotions when you are asleep, even thrashing around. To thrash means to move violently, right, on your bed. So that would be night terrors. If you are married or if you are sleeping uh, with someone at your side, if that person 
if that person has a night terror, you probably would be so scared because it involves screaming, thrashing. So you you would get scared too because of the person's night terror. That's the thing. And I've got two examples for you. The first one is. I reckon she was having night terrors last night because she was clearly suffering in her dreams and thrashing around. I reckon she was having night terrors last night because she was clearly suffering in her dreams and thrashing around. And the example T. She scared the hell out of me last night because I woke up with her screams and she doesn't even remember she was having sleep terrors. She scared the hell out of me last night because I woke up with her screams and she doesn't even remember she was having sleep terrors. Let's go see the next one. Lucid dream. Lucid dream. A lucid dream is... So lucid, first of all, is something clear, right? Something that you have conscience about. So a lucid dream is a dream during which the dreamer is aware that they are dreaming see you are dreaming and you are aware of that right during a lucid dream the dreamer might might even gain some amount of control over the dream characters narrative and mo and environment so have you ever had a lucid dream i didn't but a lucid dream is when you are dreaming and you are aware of it so you can have some sort of control right over what's happening during your dream and i've got two examples for you example one i had a lucid dream once i was aware of where i was going and what i wanted to do there so weird i had a lucid dream once i was aware of where i was going and what i wanted to do there so weird and the example two I've never had a lucid dream in my life. I've never had a lucid dream in my life. Have you? <laughs> Let's go see the next one. Realist, idealist. Realist, idealist. So, someone realist is someone who accepts only what seems possible or likely. And someone idealist is someone who believes that very good things can be achieved, often when this doesn't seem likely to others. So that person is a dreamer, right? I've got two examples for you. The first one is, I'm a realist. I don't like to imagine what it could have been. I'm a realist. I don't like to imagine what it could have been. Example two. He's an idealist, always talking about things he wants to do, but never actually does it. He's an idealist, always talking about things he wants to do, but never actually does it. Okay, let's go see some advanced words right now, because that's what I do to you. First, I give you some related vocabulary to the topic of the class and then I give you more advanced words so you can eventually be able to make them be part of your own vocabulary okay so the first advanced word is this one interpret 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 means to decide what the intended meaning of something is if you're trying to if you're thinking and considering something 
in order to decide what the meaning of that is, you are interpreting it. And I've got two examples for you. The first one is, it's difficult to interpret these statistics without knowing how they were obtained. And the example two, Freud wrote a book called Interpretation of Dreams. Did you know that? Let's go see the next one. Presume. Presume. To presume is to believe something to be true because it's very likely, although you're not certain about it. So if you are believing that something is right, even though you're not sure, you are presuming. Right? I've got two examples for you. The first one is, in British law, you are presumed innocent until you are proved guilty. In British law, you are presumed innocent until you are proved guilty. And the example to you, the universe is presumed to contain many other planets with some form of life. The universe is presumed to contain many other planets with some form of life. Let's go see the next advanced word. Drift off. Drift off. This means to gradually start to sleep. To drift means to move slowly, right? With, with no control over direction. So if you drift off, that is a phrasal verb, that is an expression to mean that you're simply starting to sleep. I've got two examples for you. Example one, I couldn't help drifting north in the middle of that lecture. It was so boring. I couldn't help drifting north in the middle of that lecture. It was so boring. And the example two. Within five minutes, we started watching the movie. She drifted off. Within five minutes, we started watching the movie. She drifted off. Let's go see the next advanced word. Sack out. Sack out. Remember the expression to hit the sack? So this is a close one. This one here is the phrasal verb of that expression. It means to go to bed or to go to sleep. And I've got two examples for you. The first one is, it's late. I'm going to sack out. It's late. I'm going to sack out, meaning I'm going to sleep. Example two. I don't know about you, but I'm going to sack out now. I don't know about you, but I'm going to sack out now. Let's go see the next advanced expression. Your sleep of beauty. Have you heard about this one? Your sleep of beauty. Your sleep of beauty. The sleep that you need in order to feel and to look healthy or attractive. This means to rest. Right? If you need your sleep of beauty, that means that you need to rest to feel healthy or more attractive, right? So, two examples for you. The first one is, I'm just going to have my sleep of beauty. I'm just going to have my sleep of beauty. And the example two, you look tired. Why don't you go have your sleep of beauty? You look tired. Why don't you go have your sleep of beauty? Okay, let's go see the next and the last advanced word before we get to the questions. And this one is tranquil. Tranquil. This is an advanced word for calm and peaceful, without noise, violence or worry. If you are in a calm place, you are in a tranquil place. 
Did you know about this one before? I've got two examples for you. The first one is the house had a tranquil atmosphere. The house had a tranquil atmosphere. And example two, the hotel was located in a tranquil rural area. The hotel was located in a tranquil rural area. All right, all right. Now we're going to start with the questions. Are you excited? Are you excited to do this? Because that's what you need to do. That's the thing. That's the whole point of it, right? Now you have the chance to practice your abilities with the questions, right? Of course, I just gave you more advanced vocabulary for you to uh, learn and make it be part of your of your vocabulary but what you should be doing is to start studying about the things you need to do during the test and if you don't know I'm planning to launch my online course soon very soon and in that course you will know every single thing you need to do because I don't know if you know this but you don't need to know everything to pass the IELTS speaking test you just need to know the right things and that's what I do to you with my online course. But that's for later. Let's, let's not talk about that right now. Let's focus on the questions. So I'm going to start with questions from part one. And I will give you some time to answer, right? I will wait for you to answer. Of course, I cannot give you my feedback here because I'm not listening to you. But I will give you time to answer and then I will move on. All right? All right, let's go see the first question. And the question is, how long can you remember your dreams when you wake up? And do you like hearing other people's dreams? Do you think dreams affect life? Have you ever had a bad dream? What was the strangest dream you ever had?
And what do you usually dream about? All right, all right, thank you. That's it. Now we are going to see a question from part two. First, I will give you some time to prepare. I will give you one minute. I will read the question for you and we'll give you one minute to prepare and take your notes. Then I will require you to stop taking your notes and start talking for up to two minutes. I tell you when time's up, okay? The question is, let me get my stopwatch here. The question is, describe an ideal place for you to live. You should say where this place is, what it is like, when you want to live there, and explain why you think it is ideal for you. You have one minute to prepare and take your notes, starting now. All right, time's up. You can stop taking your notes and could you please start talking?
Thank you. You may stop. All right. How was it? Hard, easy? Okay, now we are going to discuss a bit more about that in part three. I will ask you some questions, right? I will give you time to answer as well. The first one is, in what ways it's important to have aspirations? And do you think people's aspirations change during adulthood? And what values people need to be well succeeded in life? And how different from the past generations people of these days achieve their job goals? And how important is to have a dream, a girl in life?
And in your opinion, is it better to be someone idealist or someone realist? Thank you. That's it. That's the end of the test. How was it? Was it hard? Easy? How did you find it? Now, here's the thing. Remember, remember, you need to learn things. Knowledge is the key, but practice is what opens the door. So you need to put your knowledge in practice. That's the whole point. All right. If you liked this video, then please consider following me, following Blimey English on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Or if you are someone who don't simply have time to watch videos, you can listen to the Blimey cast, which is available on Spotify and on the iTunes podcast app. This is time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers. You've listened to Blimey Cast. For more content, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English.